Hey, it's Denise with Addie Mae's Food for the Soul, where we cater to vegan, Presbyterian, and everyday social soul food. We have Meatloaf Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Chicken Wing Wednesdays, Turkey and Dressing Thursdays, Fish Fridays, Barbecue Saturdays, and Sundays is our Sultry Soul Food. We're located at 5266 North Peoria. You can contact us for call-in orders at 918-845-2989. And we also deliver with DoorDash. Hope to see you soon. Where we tell our stories all the way. Turn the volume up. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. All right. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories all the way out of the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Where the massacre took place. And uh, boy, do we have a great show for you today. Shaw is in the house, a conversation with Shaw, and we're going to be uh, chopping it up and talking about some things. Meanwhile, I um, want to let you guys know about some things that are going on. Uh, we have a back to school bash. Uh, we're giving away a lot of backpacks on August the 17th. Yeah, August the 17th. I can't even remember. Uh, out at uh, the 36 Events Center. So we've all partnered up up there. We've probably got about 800 backpacks we're going to be giving out to students and kids, and we want you to participate in that. Come by there. Uh, boy, last year we did it, and, boy, they were wrapped all around the street, and people were just everywhere. So just get there early so you can come and get your children a backpack or maybe some food. You know, we had some um, food banquets out there also. And uh, we're giving out gallons of milk and things of that nature right there for the community. So we are more than just a radio station. You know, we do things in the community, community cleanups, backpack giveaways, uh, juice radio show, young people from various different high schools come in here and do a radio broadcast. And we just try to put something into our youth. And that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit today also because we got a another program uh, that's been doing it for years and years and years, and that's uh, with Doc Shaw, and we got his sons in the house, and we're going to be chopping it up. So you can dial the number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press that one button. You got to press that one button if you want to talk on the air. We're here, Bobby Eaton Show, every Monday, Wednesday. 6 p.m. and on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m. You know, just stop by 1533 North Norfolk and uh, come on by here and hold on one second. Check. Yeah. That's me. You know, man, we're not structured over here like that. We do do what we want to do when we want to do it. So want you guys to uh, participate. Come by. We are taking donations. Now, I'm letting you know right now. We need donations. We need help funding with some of our programs, Juice Radio Radio Show, Juice Radio Show, and other uh, projects and things like that. 
You can come by here, cash up us at Eaton uh, Media Services, you know, if you want to help out, and uh, we can do it. So we want, well, I got to pay some bills before we uh, get started right here. They always say, hey, man, pay them bills. So that's what I'm going to do. All right, stick around. We'll be right, I'll be right back. Do you manage or own a business in North Tulsa? Websites for Good wants to help put you on the map. Google Maps. You're invited to our free pop-up event the last two Saturdays this August from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the TEDC East Suite in the shops on Peoria. Learn how to successfully promote your business using Google Maps. No commitment, no catch involved. And we got prizes. Two lucky participants are getting paid. All you got to do is enter is show up. Shout out to the sponsors, builders, and backers, Heartland Ford and Accenture. ready for life beyond COVID-19, beyond boundaries. It's time to move beyond, connect beyond, celebrate beyond, live beyond. And the vaccine is our best shot at getting there. Get your free vaccine at vaccinate918.com today. Brought to you by the Tulsa Health Department. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Toll with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. How to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot, Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la carte. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah... Okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Yep, yep, Max yep. Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fry. Food on the Move and Warden Comprehensive Health Services presents the drive through COVID vaccination clinic. Happening May the 11th, 2021, from 4 to 7 p.m., the first 100 participants receive two-dose Moderna's or the one-dose Johnson & Johnson. If you want to skip the line, call now at 918-388-1990. Food on the Move, every Tuesday on Greenwood. Let's go fresh, Tulsa. All right, hey, we're back on KBOB 89.9 on your dial. KBOB899.com. Go to the website sometime. You can see exactly what we got going on over here. In the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, my name is Bobby Eaton, for those of you who don't know. 
tune in to uh, our show. I mean, I've done an abundance of uh, shows up in here in the radio station. You know, I've had people in here. Danny Glover been up in here. Uh, Jesse Jackson been up in here. Umar Johnson, you name them. They've been right up in here in this little small radio station. And we continue to bring you information and news you can use. And uh, we've got 14 shows over here, 14 different radio broadcasts throughout the week. And uh, that's what we do. Time to do that. In the studio, Doc Shaw. How are we doing there, my brother? Doing good, man. Beautiful, man. Man, glad to have you sitting up over there, man. Hey, you man, know. thank you. Thank you, man, for having us. Yeah, me, me and you got history. Yes, sir. You got a lot of history, man. Yes, you know, yes. In all kind of ways, you know. Yeah, you, you kind of inspired me to, 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 to get into music. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was in... Uh, Junior high school. Okay. Your band came and played for an uh, auditorium at at Booger T. No, this is at Anderson. No, at Anderson. Yes. Okay. You played uh, 992 arguments. Really? Your band played that, and it was it was a surprise. The, the, I thought it was at Booger T. No, it was at, it was at, it was at Anderson. At Anderson? Yeah. We came over to Anderson. Uh huh. Wow. And I didn't even know that uh. Now, are you talking about the Liberators band? The Liberators. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, was it the Booger T? It was Booger T. Booger T. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it had yeah. to be Booger T because we were, we had came home from Central State, I think, mm-hmm. from college, uh, during spring break, break yeah. and we came over there, and you guys were, you was at Booger T. It was a shock, because nobody knew you all were coming. They didn't. They, and it opened up the curtains. Yeah, you know? right. Because I mean, Marty was on a saxophone. Saxophone. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah. The bass. Yeah, that little, little leg up. That was yeah, little, that, that my little thing yeah, I used yeah, to do yeah. all the time. Right, yeah. I used to kick that leg up in yeah, the air right. and everybody. Yeah, that, that was funny, wasn't it, man? Yeah, so, I, you know, yeah. we go way back. We go man. way back yes, there, sir. man. You had all those. You had some singers, too, like uh, who was singing around there at that time? Marion Cornelius. Marion Cornelius, and Milton. Ann Milton, Anna Cortez. Uh, 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 a lot of talent. A lot of talent. My cousin, Kim Shaw. She Kim was, Shaw. Yeah she, yeah, she was singing with me. Singing band. with you. I remember looking out in that audience and seeing all your guys out right. there. And we was out there, them horn sections. Horn sections, yeah. everything, man. And I was in a band, too. I was at Cold Black. Right, Cold Right, exactly. Pear Wright. P. Wright. P. Wright. Man, bless his soul, man. I know, man. You know, he's know. A, he was a good guy. He used to come pick me up, man, to practice, man. It's rain, sleet, or snow in his truck. And I throw my saxophone in the back. Mm-hmm. We'd be gone. So, uh-huh. yeah. who, who was in that band? Ooh. Uh, you remember? Ray Allen. Let's see what Ray that. Allen. Played yeah. guitar. Perry. Dronsky played drums. Yeah, okay. Dronsky's on the drums. Uh, um, James Davis. James Davis. Late singer. James Davis. Uh-huh. Late James Davis. Uh-huh. He was, he was a, one of the singers. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Gilbert. Um, what was his name? Uh, he played the uh, pretty decent sized group, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was nice, man. We yeah, played yeah, everything. Yeah. Man. I think I was gone sometime around that time. I don't I know. Think you, I think yeah, you. Yeah, I think I was gone. Yeah. yeah. But hey, man, there's been a few bands and a few things happening. Yeah. You know, and uh, you guys were uh, performing back in the day. We were all performing. That's when you had a whole bunch of bands. You had bands 
practicing, performing, playing in the neighborhood. Man, you had so many bands. Oh, man. man, There was Blue Moon, Rose Room. Yes. All them different venues we had over here in North Tulsa Mm -hmm. to play at. You know, I could just pick up the phone and call a nightclub and say, hey, man, what's happening this weekend? If we didn't have a gig, they said, all right, y'all come on down. You know what I mean? And we just go set up and just go play. We play in the park for free. Yeah. Don't you remember? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. BC Franklin Park. Just all like, day, all day long. Yeah. You know, it wasn't all about the money. It was about the music. Right. Yeah. Packed. Packed. Yeah. Packed. Now, you and a good friend of ours, Billy Bruner, mm-hmm. got together in y'all farm, Teaspoon, right? Teaspoon. Tell Teaspoon us, how did that come in a live room. Yeah. How did that come about? You know, it was, uh, I was just getting back from the East Coast, and um, Billy was here, and I was here. And uh, I think we, we started playing in the church at first, uh, Church of Living God. He was playing, he was the music minister there. Mm-hmm. And so he said, man, come, you know, come help me out, you know, sing in the choir. Da, da, da. I said, okay, man, it's whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. They were- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, but then I, I had started a studio. It was called Creative Eye Studio. I made it, uh, it was part of my dad's old barbershop that was in the back. Right, right. And so I remember. we just started kind of jamming together and playing, and so we decided to, to form a band. And uh, he would say that he came up with the name Teaspoon, but I came up with the name Teaspoon. So you came up. Y'all yes, argue back and forth who came up with that yeah, name, huh? It, it was out of Teaspoon, and then it was out of Ray's R Blade. It was like, something <laughs> crazy, you know. Uh-huh. And so uh, over the house, yeah. uh, drinking tea, and I said, man, what about it? Teaspoon, you know. And so we said, oh yeah, but well, let's, let's, let's y'all were drinking tea. Yeah, we was always drinking, drinking, actually drinking tea. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just looked down, saw a spoon. I'm like, what about a teaspoon? You know, and it just stuck. You know, and so we yeah. just went with it. You know, all right, all right. Uh, you so, came up with that name, yes, sir. Huh? Yeah. So, so yeah, you guys were uh, perform, started performing out in the public, right? Mm-hmm. Started performing out in the pu- 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 Public and then I had a uh, can't get it out. Coming from uh, the East Coast, we we recorded. I was in a singing group in the East Coast, mm-hmm. and we had a uh, uh, single. We made a and so when I came back, I kind of brought that game back and said, "Hey man, look, if we get a single out, we can, we could be considered as you know um, uh, recording artists, and right? We, and we can ask for more money mm-hmm. in the clubs." So I created this. Uh, uh, label called Oil Capital Records. I, drew, I remember. I, I drew a little Oil Capital written out. Mm-hmm. And so we would make these little 45s, had them pressed up out of Dallas. Right. We sent them in there, put our name on them, you know, mm-hmm. sent them in. Got, I remember when I first got the box back, man, I could mm-hmm. still smell the, the freshness. Freshness, all them, all yeah. them uh, 45s. Huh? And it was crazy because I could get, I could get record, uh, radio stations to play it because when I called, they said, yeah, I'm from, I'm from all Capital Records. They said, Capital Records? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Capital Records. Play off of that right yeah, there. Yeah, huh? yeah. Capital yeah, Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start adding us to, you know, different. Playlists uh, and stuff Different like playlists, that. man. Yeah, program so, director. But uh, then we then they start playing them on the, on the radio. Uh, Ron Alexander, he had a radio station in Muskogee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that, too. And then KBOK. K Black was in American Beauty Products. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, was that Radio Vision? It was Radio Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That was with uh, Eddie Harris and 
Sanseri and all Sanseri them. Sanseri and all them. Then they would play, yeah, Ted yeah. Terry. Mm -hmm. They would play it, you know. And so we started getting a lot of airplay, man. And so uh, it worked. It worked, huh? It worked. Okay. It, it was a hustle, though, man. It was a hustle. We had, we had to rent equipment and, you know, rent mm -hmm. the van, mm -hmm. uh, put all the equipment in if we were going to Oklahoma City. Uh, it's playing Oklahoma everywhere, huh? everywhere, Yeah, man. You know, it was it was it was a grind, but you know it was it was fun. Ducky was in the band. Oh yeah, late, the late Ducky, Donald late Walker, Ducky, Donald Walker, mm -hmm. Kevin Stewart. He played the bass. Yeah. Oh, Kevin playing bass. Kevin played bass. Yeah, man. Kevin is still incarcerated. Yeah, man. right to this day. That huh? was unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. And 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 I'm 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 I learned early on. No matter how talented you are, you you know you have to make room for your issues. You know, and uh, we have to make room for each other's issues, you know. Mm -hmm. And that was one of my, uh, the whole concept behind when I started, you know, my nonprofit well, and working with kids. I got a question. Yes, sir. Where my credit's at? I got you. <laughs> you know, I got your credit right now. Right? <laughs> you know, I used to tease y'all right, about I know, right? At a school dance, right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good in the neighborhood, though. But y'all went on and uh, you did some things and, uh, 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 one of the songs that really hit for you guys regionally around the region was uh, what? If you still say yeah, say yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. If and you sweetness really love me. was on yeah, the jukebox, uh -huh. uh, and uh, what's that? Uh, after I was uh, point after, yeah, no. point after. When we everybody went to eat. They had a jukebox. Oh, you talking about uh, uh, right on. Uh, King, King Arthur. Yeah, King Arthur. Yeah, right. Everybody knew King Arthur. That's Man. We, went after we, we used to go in chicken. The, yes. Fried chicken right after 2 o'clock. Right. Fried uh -huh. chicken. You know, man, it'd be packed in there, and here comes the song on the, on the uh, jukebox. Yeah, they play it on the jukebox. Mm -hmm. That was like the hit. That was a hit. Uh-huh. It was smash. And it was easy to get that on there, man. I just called the people and say, hey, you know, can you add, you know, a song on the, in the jukebox? What do we need to do? They said, well, just get it to us. And that was it. Yeah, man, you know, great things happen. Yeah. So you're stint, let's go back. You're stint in New York. Mm -hmm. And you did some stuff there. Didn't you do the Apollo? Yes, sir. Did the Apollo Theater. Mm -hmm. I was, um, it was crazy because the audition line in Apollo was like around the corner. And uh, I said, you know, it's a three-year waiting, waiting list. To get on Apollo. To huh? get on Apollo. And I think I, I when you audition, I mean, it's like, Ten seconds. That's all they need to hear. It's okay, thank you. I'm like, I didn't even, you know, yeah, I didn't even give them a get, growl and right, the first first verse. Uh -huh. Right, right. Uh -huh. And so, but uh, they said, well, you know, we'll contact you. We'll let you know. Um, you know, they said, uh, well, uh, you know, it's a three year waiting list. I said, well, really, I wanted to do this so bad, you know, because I don't have that long to live. You know, and that's what you told them. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so they boost, they bump me up. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? And that was just saying, hey, all we got is today. We really don't. Right, that's true. You don't know about <laughs> tomorrow. You're right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And so I got to do it, man. It was, it was just amazing, man. I, I, matter of fact, before Ray Chu got there, I got to tune the band up because I'm out on the stage, you know, just taking it all in, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, the band came in, you know. They wanted to say, anybody know how to play piano? I said, yeah, yeah. So. I'm hitting E, G, yeah, right. you know, so they can do me, do me, do me, you know, uh -huh. tune, them up. tune them up, yeah, guitar players and bass players and stuff. But yeah. one of the highlights of that, man, was um, uh, Wesley Snipes and his bodyguard came down after my show and uh, just to holler at me, man. I was real, he was hot then. 
Yeah. New, Jack, New Jack City and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, he was hot at that time. So, so that was good, man. Yeah, it was good. Uh, that uh, he was able to come down there and check you out. Like yeah, that. man. So it was. It was. I got to rub the rub the, uh, the stump. Yeah. Before it went out. Right. Everybody got to do that, right? Everybody got to do that. Yeah. yeah. Before you go out there. Yeah. So it was. What it, happened after you got out there? Well, it kind of. When I started singing at first, it kind of started. To, it was almost. Got, I heard a couple of boos. Did you? <laughs> yeah. But then after I got into it, I mean, it was like, ooh, because uh-huh. I was performing in a band in Atlanta, so I was real. I was performing performance ready. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so uh, I did a "My My My" by Johnny Gill. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was ready because I just did some of the stuff that I did on the live show. Mm-hmm. And man, it went crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was real good. That's good. And then you came on back to Tulsa, huh? Then I came on back to Tulsa. Found out that my name was in USA Today for being right. on there the next day. Right. Uh, came back to Tulsa. Uh, decided, man, that I wanted to just start it. You know. Well, okay. Now let's back up. Okay. You were, you got an education. When did that start? Right out of high school. I left. Uh, I graduated uh, from Booker T. Mm-hmm. And left and went to South Carolina. Uh, and went to Allen University and got my my bachelor's in uh, music, uh, vocal music. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, South Carolina, that was like four years. I was in South Carolina, was my home. Uh, and so I left there, came back. When I came back, that's when I formed the uh, group. The band. The band right, with right. Teaspoon, yeah. With Teaspoon. Yeah. Yeah, and then ended up going back to school. Uh, Why while you were here? Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you got your doctorate? Got my, yeah. got my master's from, master's? from, yeah, from OU. Mm-hmm. Graduated that Thursday. That Monday, I was back in the class working on my doctorate. I got my doctorate from OSU. Great accomplishments, man. Yeah, man. I just yeah. I got to do something with my time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, some good stuff. Yeah, man, it's, yeah. it's legacy time. That's the good. That's the good part, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. So, well, but it's it's legacy time, man. And yeah. Things that it I, is. You know, just want to lead this world now a lot better than what I found it. You formed uh, an organization, nonprofit organization. Pocket full of hope. Yes. How did that come about? Well, I work with uh, several nonprofits. I work with uh, Metsus, Metropolitan Social Substance Abuse Services. I work with Palmer Drug Abuse Services. Now, then I uh, started working with um, Family and Children's Services. I was working in 13 housing complexes, creating programs. Um, and so a lot of the, the programs that I created was, was what I knew, which was music-based. But I was also getting people in uh, different uh, rehab centers and referrals if they needed mental health stuff. And so I was working on my master's at the time. It was a gangs, drugs, and violence class at OU. And I was just doodling on the paper. Uh, and all the material was, that I was studying was, you know, talking about kids who were, uh, uh, it was like uh, pockets of despair, pockets of, of poverty. And I'm like, where are the pockets of hope? And so I knew where those pockets of hope was. It was in these housing complexes where kids, all they needed was uh, the space provided for them any opportunity. And so I said, how about a pocket full of hope? And that's how the name came out. But the concept was to teach them learning, learning skills and life skills using music, theater, and dance. And then we added later on, we added the videography and the photography. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been working. And you've been in existence for how long now? 
21 years this year. That's a long time, my brother. Long time, man. Mm-hmm. Long time. That is a long time. It is a labor of love, man. When you get those letters and emails and people have been in there and, you know, and writing, you say, hey, man, pocket was my life. I to get home. My dad was not, not around. My mother was working. I come home to the empty house, and I couldn't wait to get back to pocket, you know. So uh, we've, we've been serving a lot of kids, man, and now the kids that are in pocket now, they weren't even born when we started Pocket. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So Yeah. And then I and you get a lot of kids who probably come back after years and come back to Pocket just to see how you're doing and see right. how oh, things are going on, right? Oh yeah, it's 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 required, man. It's called our pocket players. When they graduate, mm-hmm. they come back and they help the kids uh uh with with fear of going to college or whatever. They say, Hey yo, man, I went to college, you know, I think you know, it's not what some, you say. Yeah, right. Some are married and stuff. Yeah, and married, got kids, and they come back and they help out and mentor them, whether they're tutoring or, right. you know. Just Great doing, program, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Great program, man. I'm, You know, we've been following Pocket for a while now. Now, uh, moving forward, man, who you got in the studio with you, man? Well, I got the one and the only. I got Red Cell Shaw. Red Cell Shaw? Uh, yeah. Red Crazy. Yeah. And I got L2. L2. Oh, L2. Name yeah. Lester Shaw II. Yeah. And as you know, Red Cell is, is a Lester spelled backwards. You know? Right, right. I didn't know that till today. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it till today. Man. Right. I was like, okay. Yeah. Nah, I looked at it and I said, oh, boy, boy. How you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Doing great, Thanks man. You guys fun. have uh, musical skills and all kind of uh, acting skills and all just skills, period. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, do you think you get some of that from your pops? Oh yeah, we we um huh? we were able to oh, see yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are what you see. And when you grow up, you see what you see, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm doing what you're doing. It was man. mandatory. Yeah, it was mandatory. <laughs> mandate right there. So I understand that you guys got music out, a lot of good music. Uh, L two, you got some Billboard stuff that didn't happen. Yes, you know what I mean, Rick? You got some bunch of songs, man, going. Yeah. And stuff like that, because I kind of follow you guys, you know, because you're like fam, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm Uncle Bobby, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, I follow you, and uh, I'm just so proud of the work that you've done, you know, sure. out here in this in this world that we live in. Oh, yeah. So what are some of the things that uh, you think that uh, have you've been able to do to get these accomplishments? Man, I know one thing Pop said uh how do you catch a buffalo? You got to go where they roam, you know. So, 05, uh, we made a trip to Atlanta. And uh, we all went out there. Um, who was that that had the music conference? What it was the music conference, yeah. What's name? Uh-huh. Sweetheart. From, graduated from Boogie T. Crystal. 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 Oh, and um, we got out there, and, and I seen it. It was, it was, we were talking to, you know, the the, the other superstars, like right now, they were just like this. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I said, we got to get today. And um, got down there. Man, that journey was, man, we slept in the car the first nine months. Um, yeah, but, I've but, been there before. I understand. Yeah. And I didn't even know that. They never told me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were, we, we were getting guided by uh, Mace. Mace, he was up there. He was preaching at the time. And, um, he said, uh, "This is the gym you wanna you wanna play ball at and work out. These are the studios you wanna be at. 
the kind of the people that you want to be around showed us the spots mm-hmm. and that, that that pushed us like man 200 times you know and um now where uh you didn't know i know they were sleeping in the car yeah you didn't know that Ray, so did I, you know uh not really i mean he i talked to him every now and then um he was uh at the studio uh you know, he was he was working hard until I came down there. Yeah, well, you paying and, some uh, dues. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's some dues. That's what we call paying dues. Oh yeah. Well, eating bologna sandwiches yeah. and stuff, man. Right. You know. And what's what's crazy is when we went down there in '05, uh, there was a lawyer that I met. Walked up to me and was like, "Can you drive me home? I'm drunk." And I'm like, "Well, how did this how Atlanta get down?" I wasn't ready for that. A lawyer. A lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So. And that's all it was. I said, all right, y'all, I'm about to go take her home. And um, took her home. She ended up allowing us to come stay at the house when we went back down there. But it was so far from Atlanta. There and back, it was three hours, that traffic. Mm-hmm. That one, that's when I was like, oh, no, nah, we sleeping in this car, man, because we're missing all the action driving there and coming back. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the, 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 the difference from being comfortable and actually going out there and getting it, you know. So um, we we made that decision, and and we were in the cars, but we were with the we were with the stars, you know. You were with them. We were, we're, we are the company. Was, we you keep. were sleeping yeah. in the car. Yeah. You oh, were yeah. still around the, yeah. the action. Oh yeah. So uh, we met Mace two weeks out there, and we being uh Sessian, I know. Uh, shout out to Sessian. Um, I seen his Rolls Royce at the at the um. At Lennox Mall, I asked the valet, I said, Who's, whose car is that? He said, uh, that's Mace. I said, I'm going to sit here. And you're not supposed to sell CDs out there, but I'm, I'm knocking them out. Mace come out with like 13 people, and he's like, uh, I walk up to him. I said, uh, Mace, nice to meet you. I, I need to be on your next album. He said, my next album? I don't know what, what's, what you do. I said, I sing. I'll, I'll sing right now. He leaves the bunch, walks back into the mall, brings a young lady out. He says, sing to her. And... Mind you, we're, we're sleeping in the car. I wake up. I got 12 missed calls from Mace. Yo, this is Mace. Meet me at the same spot we met yesterday. We get there. We go get some lunch. We pull up to the studio, which happened to be the Corner Boys, which some other uh, producers we've been looking for, not knowing that they were in Atlanta. So now he drives us up to the Corner Boys studio, and they're the band at his church. So that's that's two stone there's one stone two birds one stone and now we we do a song with with uh mace and then the corner boys end up doing one of my dad's songs over that i presented to him for father's day so it was a, the whole connection man is you know we're brothers to this day you know um shout out to corner boys and you know pierre rico love all them guys out there man in atlanta yeah you've been going back and forth to atlanta for years yes, right sir. Sir. Doing music and all. you know what I saw you in somebody's airport on some billboards or something like that. Man, was that for who was that for? That was for um, the the Greenwood um, Arts um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It project. Was Greenwood Arts project? No, well, not well, Greenwood. Before, before, before that, the end, man. Oh, before the end is that? What? I saw you on some uh, cell phone or something. Oh, that was a, yeah, that was a cricket and cricket and, um, and, and then um. What's, yeah. the, what's the store? Uh, Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Radio yeah. Shack back yeah. in the day. I uh-huh. said, I went and read. That's what it was. Yeah. I went and read. I said, man, that's hell. Look at that. Too, right <laughs> here. Oh, my, 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 my. 
good, man. Right. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's what the way you do it. So you got some national attention behind Radio Shack with that, right? Indeed, indeed. Yeah, right. I saw, I saw that. I mean, man, it blew me yeah, away. That was nice. You know, it was nice. How did you hook that up? I flew to L.A. and I was staying out there for a little while, and I'm, I'm looking in, in um, Craigslist for photographers, and I just found a photographer, and he just so happened to, to be booking sh- shoots, and man, it went. He had all kind of stuff prepared. He just needed that look, mm-hmm. you know. So he's just sending them out. So yeah. you had that look. He was like the hair and all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Huh? He wanted. He wanted that. Yeah, wanted so. that. Yeah, I saw that, man. That's that's a that's a great thing, man. Oh yeah. That uh, you showed up like that. Yeah, and that's that's half the battle is showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you, you we we get them 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 bubble guts, what you call it, that the nerves, and that'll stop a lot of people. Yeah, will. You know what I mean? Confidence and not believing that you can accomplish goals, mm-hmm. you know, is one thing that stops a whole lot of folks, man, oh, yeah. from actually, you know, Doc Shaw, you know that for yourself. A lot of people talk what they want to do and how they want to do it, but they never do it. Never do it, man. They never do it. It's uh, a lot of times talking is really them doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just have temporary inspiration, you know. They 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 want to do it. But for some reason, um, they just can't connect the dots. Uh, and then a lot, of, a lot of times, people just don't want to put in the work. That's the, that's the main. And be and be consistent. Be consistent, man. This mm-hmm. this is this is a, it's a hustle, man. It's it's a grind. And it, to be consistent. And I learned early on, man, from my mom and my dad, man, to be you know the worth ethic. You know what I mean? It's what it takes. And a lot of people can't take people telling you no. Right. They can't take the rejection. Well, you know, a lot of people, see, when you look at the great ones, you look at, in order to win, you got to lose. Yeah. You know, you look at Muhammad Ali, he lost. You know, you look at Michael Jordan, he didn't lose before. All the great ones that have lost at one time or another. So, and failure is something that some people fear Mm -hmm. so much that they fail and they never continue on the journey. I'm going to tell you what, what saved me out there was what my, what my father had already accomplished. So I had like, I had a little backing that I could, I could fail and learn at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was always about the icing. I tell my kids that we, we already won. So everything you're doing is just icing on it. On the, on right. The cake, exactly. Know? I tell mine the same thing. I say uh, the footwork and the footprints already there. You just got to do like you say, put that icing on top of oh, yeah. it. You know, and that's what it is. Don't you feel that way, Red? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Um, being the youngest, I mean, it's 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 always been a competition challenge thing with me. You know what I mean? I, I was just, I got to show up. You know yeah. what I mean? Always. You know, I was young. You know what I mean? Been singing for. I guess I've been singing longer than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been singing longer, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was little, you know. I was. I couldn't be scared, you know. No, you can't have that fear. No. You know, you got to get out there and go for it. Oh yeah. That's one thing that um that I knew coming from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and going to Hollywood and living out there, and back in the day, you remember Doc Shaw mm-hmm. when we did that and. Gap band and all of us was out there. We we didn't have the fear. 
right? There was no fear. You know, it was like, you know, okay, we're living in Tulsa, and we were seeing all these artists on TV and all these people we looked up to, mm-hmm. you know, and we had all these bands around here locally. And we said, when we got to California, we were putting them on very high standards. But when we got out there, we realized, wait a minute, man, hold on. We just as cold as they are. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? Right, wait right, a minute, yeah, man. Right. He don't play bass no better than I do. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? But he's on TV and doing all of this stuff. Right. You know, and the recognition started taking place. You know, that's how we ended up going through all of that because uh, the toss of talent was there mm-hmm. and the respect started coming. Them cowboys is something else. Yeah. You know, yeah, from yeah, Tulsa, yeah. boy, you better watch out some Tulsa musicians. And that's the way they started talking. Right. And we just started knocking down doors and we weren't eating bologna sandwiches no more. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, pots of yeah. spaghetti and all of that kind of stuff. And sleeping in the corners of a one-bedroom apartment, ten, right. ten people, you know what right. I mean? And uh, uh, because that love for music just overshadowed everything. Right. And uh, one mistake that I think a lot of us made, though, back in those days, is called a music business, right? Mm-hmm. We were just doing the music. That's it. We weren't handling mm-hmm. the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where we got taken and a lot of things started happening. You know, and it wasn't until actually I started playing with Natalie Cole that I could start breathing. You, you remember? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and I started, oh, you yeah. mean I get my own room on the road? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, we get to do this. I'm traveling the world. I'm going places. I'm getting gold and platinum records and all this stuff. And I said, that was a breath of fresh air after coming out of that total experience records deal. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was rough. Yeah. You know, was rough times and stuff. You guys came out there. You was out there for a minute, wasn't you? Yeah, I came yeah. out there with a singing group. A singing group. That's the right. first time yeah, I right. came out there. That's you why I met Marvin Gaye. That's right. I came to one of your no, parties. You can't. Ooh, don't talk about the parties, man. <laughs> you know, who was out there when? Who was at the party when you came? They threw me in the pool, didn't they? Everybody, yeah, they threw you in the pool. They couldn't throw Charlie in the pool. He no, wasn't. they couldn't throw Charlie. Charlie was fighting and whatever. <laughs> yeah, they picked me up and threw me in my own <laughs> right. pool. Yeah, with all my clothes on. I think Drumski and somebody else came and picked me up. Who was it? Was yeah, it? you was out there. You was the at the Hollywood party? Hotel, yeah. You was at that party. Uh-huh. Was Natalie there that time, too? She came later. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think she did. Peebo, was he in there? Peebo. Oh, man, there was a lot of people there. Man. Jones girls and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was a big party. Yeah. You know, I was trying to party back in them days when I should have been had me a little one-bedroom apartment, saving my money, getting some stocks and bonds. Right. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, but it was fun. It was you know, fun, man. It was, man. It was enjoyable. Yeah. That's what you, know? you mean, you know. That's what we do. That's what we do, man. That's you know, yeah, you just kind of kick it. Yeah, know? just kind of kick it. Yeah, and everybody kind of helped everybody out a little bit. Yeah, and whatever we could do back in those days. Went to uh, George Clinton's uh, went to World Funk headquarters. Oh we, yeah, it was it was so chaotic. I, I don't know how they take care of their business or whatever. It was just chaotic. They did. It's a big old party, man. It's always a big party with George. World Funk headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Funk. Uh, when uh, you know Charlie and Rick James were friends. Yeah, <laughs> I went with Charlie one time over Rick's house, and I say, man, I never go back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's too wild up in there for me. Right. Wow. You know, so those lifestyles and stuff, <laughs> man. You know, I say I never go back. Right. Ain't gonna get me back up in there, man. You know, and I thought I was doing wild stuff. You know, but that's 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 the nature of the beast. 
you know. But, uh, man, you guys have had so many uh, accomplishments, man. And um, uh, I just look I just look at them. I'm looking back there in the back back there, and I'm seeing some. Go grab one of those uh, uh, billboard deals over the L2 and bring it on over here with you. Bring them on over here with you. I want the people to see this. You know, and explain to us a little bit about what it is. Go ahead and turn it this way. Yeah. So this is uh, Lecrae. Uh, Lecrae, uh, Lecrae was a, uh, I want to call get, him a Get a little closer to that mic. I don't want to call him a gospel rapper, but he was, he he started in, in, in the church, and now he's he's more, he's out. But um, Lecrae had a, has a, a label in, uh, in Atlanta. I was able to write. I mean, to sing and write along with Session, his uh, first radio single. Okay. Which was um, which was this hit right here. What was the name of it's it? It's called um, what's the name of that song, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I was praying for ten, but I found the one. Yay. Uh-huh. Okay. No girl can. Special. Yeah. Special. <laughs> <laughs> so bam. So this right here is. is that's his, okay. That's his, yep. And this is um, Tadashi, which is an artist off of Lecrae's um, label. Label. Okay. Um, this is a number, went number one. Um, we actually did this here in, in Tulsa, mm-hmm. um, right at, at, right at uh, Pocket Full of Hope. Me and Rhett knocked this one out. So here. that was on the gospel. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is on, uh, what is it? Uh, Independent albums, mm-hmm. gospels. Albums, yep, yep. and yeah, top rap albums. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, man. So we went number one, huh? Went number one. Hope Bill hits, baby. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, that's good, man. That's a that's an accomplishment, man. Building building them relationships out there in um in Atlanta Street Symphony. You know I me, mean? shout out Street Symphony. Mm-hmm. Um, Bangladesh, Beacocks. Um, I mean, these guys showed they they showed us how to work. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mace, they showed us where to be. You yeah. know what I, mean? I want to ask both of you guys and uh, the music scene today, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of the music scene that's going on today with today's entertainers and musicians and stuff? How do you feel about it? And be honest with me. Uh, man, it's um, it's a business. And the music that is that is being played. What is it? I mean, whatever, because I see yeah. it all the time. I mean, I don't, I don't <clears throat> like, even like with with singing. I think you know, singing. First thing you want, you want to sing on key. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're rapping or you're singing, you want to be on beat. I'm not understanding of that part of it. You know, um, but I do appreciate the people that get to the spots they want to be. If, 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 if well, let sense. me ask you this question. Do you feel like some people have gotten to a certain spot and a certain level that really don't deserve to even be there, but they've done it through uh, the business end of of entertainment and music yeah. rather than the skill sets of being uh, a true entertainer? Now, mm. Now, being in it, I've seen both sides. Because a lot of times the ones that we feel don't don't deserve it, their hustle is harder than the ones that 
that are born. Yeah, well, that's the hustle part. Now, yeah. I understand the hustle part. I'm talking about mainly the talent part. You know, that's where I'm talking about the talent part. Now, because was... Doc Shaw, you remember back in the day, you had to have talent. Yeah, right. You right. couldn't you couldn't get on that stage without any talent. But nowadays, mm-hmm. you can get on and you can cut a whole album with just one or two people. You know, right. And, and that's that really goes back to what he just said. <clears throat> I I remember, you know, out in L.A. a couple of times, you know, I had, I had to get back to my kids, ran out of money, whatever. And the person who was a lot less uh, talented than I was was able to stay out there. He was just mm-hmm. he was just available. Available. He was available to do the track, whereas I had to leave. Yeah. You know. But even now today, I think the 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 field, YouTube, uh, a lot of these different social media outlets, they sort of kind of level the playing field. Oh yeah. And so the standards are not even – standards are not even – we, we used to be so concerned with, you know, 4K mm-hmm. this, 4K that. And then you get somebody with a, a a cell phone video and, you know, they shoot the number one. Yeah. Because people, I think, the standards have changed. The way people accept an artist now have changed. You know, we used to have right. to wear suits and look look good. Yeah, we did. Now you back get out there. That time frame right jeans there. And, T-shirts Great. and you know you're still selling selling stadiums. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 quite different. It's it's quite different, man. It's uh, and so I think there is a a movement to sort of normalize, you know, what everybody is is uh, think of what used to be a superstar. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you know anybody can be a star now. Right. 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 Well, hey, we got a phone call right here. Let's see who's on this phone line right here. Caller, you on the Bobby Eaton show? Hello? Caller? Caller? Yes, I put the ass Doc Shaw. No. (laughs) (laughs) Are you there, caller? I guess you don't want to talk. Okay. See, another thing I learned. In Atlanta, it was more so about the lifestyle, which goes back to the hustle. If you have enough money to pay people to pay for your stuff to be on radio or to be on this or be on that. Payola. Yeah, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of them do. They got money going yeah, all kind of ways. Yeah. It's just that I hate to see. Uh, and go ahead, Sorry. Go ahead. Before we say Payola, it's more. It's, it's Black Wall Street there. You own the radio station. You own the, the, uh, the label. You own Magic City. So we breaking bread with each other. Oh yeah, for sure. You know In that saying? particular way. Yeah, yeah. that's that's now, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, breaking bread with each other. But I'm just mainly talking about the talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. You know, what, uh, I mean, I hear a lot of vocalists singing yeah. out of key and blah blah this and that. A lot of rappers just rapping and saying a bunch of yeah. trash. And I hear and they making way more money than Stevie Wonder made. Right. You know what I mean? And they're making, yeah. you right. know, they just said a whole nother. Now. A musical concept, and I'm like, wow. Right. Man. Yeah. I, from uh, me looking at it from a uh, as a vocalist and engineer, so I, I record a lot of different artists here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, at first, from you know, perfect. They 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 got the perfect tone. You know what I mean? So I grew up. You gotta hit the notes. You gotta. You know what I mean? Right. So in there, I used to be in there cringing at times. You know, record people like. 
and do it again. Do it again mm-hmm. until it came to a point. I just let me stop trying to put them in a box because right. that's how I grew up and what my standards are. Mm-hmm. And then I just started letting mm-hmm. them do them. And then I actually started appreciating them as artists. You know what I mean? Like it, it took away from you're not really good enough because it's people who like them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, somebody likes something. You know what I mean? So I I, I got away from that. Now. Anybody that comes well, out, if, if I don't like it, I'll still be like, oh, it's, it's cool. You know I, guess, I, mean? I guess it's kind of hard for us elders and older people because mm-hmm. we're so perfectionist when it comes to just the music and the ability to do things, and we just don't really settle. I remember, man, that sometimes it took a whole week to record one song yeah. because oh, yeah. we'd have to get it right mm-hmm. before we released it and let it out. We just couldn't just say, well, hey, man, go and put it out there. Yeah. You know, back in my time, I'm just right. saying now, t- today's time is different. Like you said, mm-hmm. you were cringing and stuff like that. Now you've gotten to the point where, hey, yeah, I'm just going to let them do their thing. If they <laughs> sing out a key, they just sing out a key. Yeah, they play, they out, they play the bad notes, they just play the bad notes yeah. and just let it go. So I think we've gotten somewhere to some of that. Now, there is some good music out here. Oh, yeah. Still, I hear... Uh, uh, Miss Sullivan singing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, there's some good music out here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Bruno popping out some stuff that we can re- everybody can relate to. Right. You know, it's some good music still taking place and some good artists who are still making that good music mm-hmm. who are still kind of perfectionists right. when it comes to that. But So when you think about that, like even in my career, like how do those great artists be able to afford the training? First, you got to want to be trained, and you got to be able, you got to be able to afford this trainer, that trainer, that trainer. And we used to used to get signed for that for those those um uh, what is it um artist development. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like just being great ain't enough. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like you, you you can't go to the barber shop and walk out there and, and tell the barber, "See you later." You no, gotta, you can't. You got to break bread with them. Yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? You just yeah. play some commercials. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gotta so, break, you got to You got to do it. It's, mm-hmm. So it's got to be. It's it's a business. You got to have that business. And we said it's the music business. And you just said that y'all were playing free at the at the park. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different love. That's a whole different grind. Like, it is. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess that's what made us uh, who we are because yeah. we were so much into the music. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the music necessarily. We didn't. There's a lot of independence going on today. You know, people got their own label. They got they're handling their own publishing, their own their own writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going in studios and and they're pushing the buttons to make it happen. Oh, yeah. You know, where we didn't have access to that. We had real real tapes and you know we just was in there playing, recording it every day. You know, every day. Plus they got us ready. It got us ready. You had to prepare. It got us ready. When we got out there, man, we were we were we were ready to be. Yeah. We were not. We were fearless. We were fearless was the we word. Had the talent. We, you know, we practiced. We, we, we were weren't. We were ready. weren't. We weren't intimidated. weren't intimidated yeah. at all. That's the, at all. We weren't intimidated, and that came natural. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a. That was just. A, we just wasn't intimidated. Yeah, like we going. That. We were going to turn it out. Yeah, yeah man. We, hey, take it to the stage. Right. Brother. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, with George, hey, take it to the stage. Right. You know, and that's what just what we did. That's why. You know, I was talking to Charlie Wilson last week, and uh, he's still carrying a torch, still out there doing that music, still a 68 years old man out there killing them. Wow. 
Wow. You know, he's knocking down young people. They don't want to go behind him. Right. You know what I mean? On them shows and stuff. And, you know, to see that, I'm like, wow, man, you know, he's a he's one of the boosted lays of golden egg, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and even in today's time, you know what I mean? So a lot of people probably know Charlie for the music that he does today, you know what I mean? And maybe a couple of Gap Band songs back mm-hmm. in the day. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's totally different. He said he makes music for young people yeah. because they're the ones who buying the music. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, Doc Shaw and I, you know, I'm pretty sure we listen to the same stuff we've been listening to all our lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we don't want Frankie Beverly to make no new music. You know what I mean? We like what he got right now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we like the Lakesides and the SOS bands and, right. you know, and the cameos and, you know, mm-hmm. shoot, man, you know, we like that, man. So OJs oh. and Isley yeah. Brothers. Right. Speaking, you know? speaking of Uncle Charlie, man, last time I seen him in Atlanta, he hit uh, hit me with that 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 whistle. Oh yeah, he been doing that. Put See, me on stage. Uh, that's what he did. Handed me the mic. Yeah, and let you blew a little Come bit, on, huh? Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old school. Man. You know, yeah. I got a story. I got a story about Charlie, man. Uh, I was over in Iraq. I spent three years in Iraq. So I was over there, and I decided uh, I was going to take a vacation at a certain time. So you got to put in for it. I was a civilian contractor. I was making that six figures, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I saw some posters around the, the military base. Charlie Wilson entertains the troops. I said, oh, man, my boy, coming to be coming, be coming to entertain. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, I knew they was on them, uh, what they call them, FO tours or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, okay, Charlie coming over here. And then, but I said, oh, man, he going to come when I'm on vacation. I'm going back to Houston. I said, I'm going to miss the show. All of a sudden, the prime minister of Iraq put a lockdown on anybody coming and going. So I said, well, I'm here. I'm going to see him. So here's what, I, here's what happened. Charlie came on the base, and I know where they house the entertainers on the base. Any entertainer to come, I knew right where to go. And uh, I went over there, me and my partner, a partner of mine, now, I had been telling everybody I knew Charlie Wilson. Oh, Negro, you don't know no Charlie Wilson, man. <laughs> Come on, man, Bobby, man. You don't know no Charlie. Yeah, man, that's my boy. It's dude, man. Talk Oklahoma. And they said, no, nah, man. So anyway, I went over there, and I know where the mess hall was, and they had went over there and ate. So they had got on a bus, and they came back to the, uh, you know, the quarters where they stayed. And I just, from a distance, I just kind of stood back, and I watched them get off the bus. One at a time. And all of a sudden, Charlie got off the bus. You know what I mean? And I stood back. And you know what I did? I say, He started turning all around, like just spinning around in a circle. He said, Bobby! I say, Charlie! We ran like two bulls and just collided. Bam! And we was just hugging, man. He said, man, look at us, man. Two Negroes from Tulsa out in the desert. <laughs> Whoa, man. And we just laughed, man. And later on that night, you know, later on that night, he said, I said, man, where can I be? He said, oh, man, you got carte blanche, wherever you want to go. I said, well, I don't want to just stand on the side in the wings while he's up there. I want to go out in the audience, maybe where the sound man is so I can get it. So I went out there in the audience, man. Charlie was up there on stage. He said, 
Where my homeboy Bobby eating at? Bobby, where you at, Bobby eating? And I, I waved like this, and everybody was looking at me. You know what I mean? I was like, he said, Bobby eating Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's my homeboy. Bobby, you the boss of your house? <laughs> you know, man, I had that's a ball, cool. man. So that's my little story overseas with Charlie. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and those are memories for a lifetime. I got pictures. I got videos. I got all that kind of stuff, man. But we've had a lot of uh different experiences with music and in entertainment and a lot of stories to tell. I know you guys got a million of them. You can go ahead and tell some of those stories. But what's in the future, man? What's in the future for Doc Shaw? Well, I'm going to tell some of those stories in my new book. It's called... Go ahead and tell those stories. Sure experience. Right. Man. Go ahead and Man, well, right now, you know, we, you know we, we're still doing the Pocket Full of Hope. Um, we are doing the uh, Big Ten Ballroom. But currently, we have a new single out uh, that we did uh, collectively with uh, uh, the uh, 1921 Black Wall Street Music Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, it's called The Sun Rise Again. We almost got 30, we got 30,000, just almost 30,000 views, man, in, in three weeks. Uh, uh, Red has a new song called Red Hills. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into some of that. Yeah, and, and L2 has a new song called Don and Sweet Tender. Uh, and so we just collectively, we've been doing some things together. Uh, and uh, individually, we've, we've been doing some things together. But we always seem to come back mm-hmm. and do something together, man. That's that's that's, that's been one of my, my thrills in life, man, to be able to to, to work with, with my sons and do some things like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a blessing, man. To be it able, really is. You know, for a man to be able to work with his children in the same fields that he's in yeah. is a blessing. I mean, I, I got my son Trey, man, and we do a lot of stuff together yeah. musically, you know, and that's just, uh, you know, Trey's a funketeer, so he's still funking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. old, a young man with an old soul, you know right. what I mean? So, uh <clears throat> That's what's going on, and it's a blessing to be able to. I was talking to, to Bill Bruner, you know, JoJo and his son, you know, and we got those uh, youth uh, who've come out of our seeds, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, who continue on the legacy. Oh, yeah. You know, y'all yeah. still making noise. Yeah. And I want to ask Red, Red Hills, man, what was mm-hmm. the, how did that come about, man? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, Red, tell us. Tell Red Hills. Yeah, how that red heels. I'm looking at the album cover and it's a, a woman's heel. Ooh. A woman's heel. Yeah, man. tell us uh, a little bit. Get in that microphone and tell us. <laughs> well, honestly, um, it was a, it, it, it actually was a real experience. Um, being out one time um, in Tulsa, and uh, a young lady she had on a black, like all black, with red heels. You know what I mean? And we ended up dating and all that type of stuff. But uh. One day I was just I was listening to the track, you know what I mean, and it just and this is a long time we broke up and everything, but uh, I just it vis- like visualized a video and went with it. I mean I just pushed record. A lot of this stuff is just freestyle, you know what I mean. I just hit record at the studio and just start singing stuff, you know what I mean. Start singing. Stuff. Started singing. Well, yeah. we're gonna play a little bit of that right now, man. Sweet. Red Hills. So y'all stick around. Man, I'm just trying to get... 
everybody now Know that you already made your way inside of this party Oh yeah There ain't no need for your money yeah. I already put all your dreams on my path Oh baby When you walked over Instantly so much Oh, I'm falling back Will you catch me, babe? Every night while I'm sleeping Somehow I'm dreaming I hope this time I'm not dreaming It was those radio spaces That got my and not to mention all the nights I yearn for you. Lord, need to feel your time. Don't fade away from me. No, 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 baby. I'm too close if you go. I'm not sure. kind of lay back in the cut and just kind of watch because, you know, everybody was always older than he was, mm-hmm. you know. So he used to just lay back and, and just watch. I, I used to get, could hear him at night, late late at night, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm hearing somebody in there laughing. <laughs> He's on the couch still watching TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just watching TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cracking up, huh? Crack his own draws on. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Red used to just sit and, and, and observe. And uh, I remember when they were in their group, Seven four one one zero with Sheena, Sheena, Sheena. Uh, we, we'd be rehearsing, and you know, you think that Rhett would would be messing up because he was the youngest, but he would always get his his choreography right. And when everybody else was messing up, you know what I mean. So, but I just want to 
just say, man, I'm so proud of Brett and how he has is, is, um, turned his, his musical skills, you know, into something marketable, man, and, and legendary, you know, and both of them have had an opportunity, man, to, to be around great artists, and they just internalize it and they, they take it in, man. I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm really proud of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys right. get together and just write stuff together? Oh, yeah. All three of y'all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, you just collaborate on some stuff. Do our Christmas album. Yeah, the Christmas right album. Now. Okay. Uh, if it ain't no beauty, make some beauty. One of our songs that we did with Pac Full of Hope. Red uh, wrote uh, "Sweet Tender." Red Sweet Tender. Mm-hmm. I produced it. Red wrote. So, y- y'all wrote it together. Well, mm-hmm. No, I. You wrote it. I sent him the. the tr- I produced it. You produced the track. I sent him the track, and he said right. thirty minutes. It was over with. So, so Sweet Tender. How did that come about? That was it. I, I I said, bro, I got a I, I got a track I'm about to send you. I think you were working. Yeah, I was at work. I was um, at Champagne's Metals, and I couldn't wait to quit that job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but he sent me the track, emailed it to me, and I was sitting there, and uh, it was like 19 seconds. You know what I mean? And I, the whole time I'm at work, I just kept listening to it. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get get off so I go to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I went there, and it was a rap, man. Like literally. 30 minutes, the whole song was done. 30 minutes. 30 minutes, man. Lyrics I mean, and everything. Lyrics man. and everything. Yeah, I just felt it. You know what I mean? hmm Yeah. Wow. Put it together and sort of you put it out. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. And uh, Sweet Tender. Sweet Tender, huh? Yeah, that's the one. They love it. They love yeah. it. Well, hey, let's get into Sweet Tender a little Uh-oh, bit right quick. Let's see what's happening with that, you know, on the Bobby Eaton show. I need me a sweet tender. Sweet you know? tender. Yeah. Oh, you can get you one. It's, it's a fruit bowl, man. <laughs> same hips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Thank you. 
Albums ready, ready to go, ready to go. About say, ready to go, huh? ready to go. <laughs> Fifteen songs each. Oh man, a lot of music. Oh yeah, right. you know, a library full of stuff. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. When That's you think a- you're gonna put one together? I mean, when you gonna just release a whole CD? Oh man. Um, you know what? I just need to come up with a date and just do it. Just let it out. Just huh? let it out. Yeah, yeah. I, um. I need to get down, buckle down with it. I, it's it's a lot of other things I've been focused on. Outside but, uh, of music? Outside of music, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I'm starting to get back, you know what I mean, just go mm-hmm. ahead so I can fully focus on the music side, you know. So. Yeah, Red, do that, man. Yeah. You know, because time waits for no one. Yeah, right? you're right. You know, you look up and, uh, like I tell my son all the time, I say, look here, man, let me tell you something. I say, you were young when you start playing that bass and them guitars, you know, you were mm-hmm. just eight, nine years old, you know, when you started. Now you're 23. Wow, yeah. You I get what I'm saying? That. And getting ready to turn 24. Yeah. Time waits for no one. You got to, you said something earlier, you got to get in the bullpen. What, Daniel, what did you say about You got to go with a, go with a, uh, with a buffalo. You know, the buffalo's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, that's something you got to do. Yeah. You know, you got to get it. Now, technology can get you there yeah. today yeah. without having to go yeah, out of town exactly. if you know how to work it. That's where that hustle comes in. That's where the hustle came in. You know, I had some uh, a couple of rappers came in here and they talked to me and uh they talked to me and uh they said, Mr. Eaton, I want some advice. How can we get our music out there? And this is just me talking now. I could be incorrect. I said, Well man, you know, in a day age like now, what's stopping you from calling I just said, for example, I'm throwing something out there, Bad Boy Records. What's stopping you from picking up the phone, calling Bad Boy Records, a Jive Records, or whatever record company it is that's out there? What's stopping you with New Day technology of calling them? Okay, you're going to call Bad Boy Records. This is Sabrina. How may I help you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Sabrina, I want to know who do I send my music to? That would... Oh, that would be John Tanner. You get me? Mm-hmm. She going to shoot you straight to voicemail. Boo! 
as John Taylor, please leave a message at the sound of the tone, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to keep on calling until Sabrina becomes familiar with your voice. She gonna, you're going to call one day and she's going to, bad boy records. Hey, Sabrina. Oh, hey, Bobby. Yeah. yeah How yeah. you doing? What's going on today? I don't know. What's the weather like? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sabrina, I've been calling. I'm still trying to reach John Tanner. Well, hold on, Bobby. Let me see if he's in his office. Right, right, right. Put you on hold. All of a sudden, John Tanner, how can I help you? Oh, 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 hey, Mr. Tanner, how you doing? Yeah. This is Bobby Eden, and uh, uh, I'm a friend of Sabrina's on the front desk. <laughs> yeah. You get me? Yeah. I'm a friend of Sabrina's, and uh, I just wanted to know how I could get some music to you. Well, uh, send it to me to uh, John Tanner at badboyrecords.com. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my email address. Okay, I'll do it. You hang up. And you get back on it. You go back. You talk to Sabrina. Hey. Sabrina, he gave me his email address. Well, John normally don't pass out his email address like mm-hmm. that to anybody. Send some music to him. Bobby, okay, I'm going to do that. So you go home, you get your music all together, make sure it's all tight, send him a couple of songs. Boom, you put it in his email address. And all of a sudden you wait a few days later, you call back. Bad Boy Records, this is Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina. Hey, Bobby, uh, did you send those songs off to John? Yeah, well, he's in his office right now. Hold on for a minute. John Tanner. Oh, hey, John, this is Bobby Eden. I sent you a couple of songs. Oh, yeah, Bobby, I listened to a couple of those tunes right there. Now, now that first song, well, man, I don't know, but that second song, right, right, right. man, I really feeling that one. I'm going to send that. Uh, Lil Wayne is cutting his album. His producer's name is so-and-so, so I'm going to shoot that over there to him, and I'll let you know. What's your number? How can you be reached? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You can do this stuff from right where you're at. Yeah. You know, because technology, telephones, everything, email. social media, emails are right at your fingertips, but you got to be consistent in what you do. Right. You can't work on something today, which is uh, Wednesday, and then I'm going to wait until two weeks from now, another Wednesday, and work on it then. You got to do this stuff every day. Right. This is what we call consistency. And the early bird gets the worm. The one who does the most research in today, 2021, I think, are, are the ones who are going to have the success. Mm-hmm. Because you said it earlier. They're the ones grinding and putting it in. You know what I mean? You can, You don't have to be on a national level where everybody knows you to be what they call a, a, a rock star. Mm-hmm. You can do that on the, the Internet. It's a beast. Yes. You can become a beast on the Internet. And some people don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. So it's about investing in what's in front of your face and in your fingertips to make things. We're reaching the world right now as we speak. We're sitting right here. We know we got a whole lot of listeners out there listening. And they're listening because technology's got us there. Right, right. You know, they're watching on Facebook Live, KBOB. They're doing our website. They're watching on YouTube, you know, and all of these platforms. And because, and we're right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, sitting right here in T-Town, a little video, a radio station right here, yeah. making it happen. So you got to do your work. You got to grind. You got to get out there. You just can't sit around and just expect it to happen oh, yeah. without you putting something in it to happen. Ain't right. that right, Doc Shaw? That's right. 
That's yeah. right. I want to talk about uh, the motherland too. We we um we, I, came, I came back home and um we opened up a dispensary called the motherland right on Apache over here. Oh yeah. And um businessman. Yeah yeah. So yeah. even even having that um you know my 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 music my uh stage presence has went up because for me to stop the motherland I gotta be you know I gotta be compensated because we touching a couple dollars now. Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Um, that's, that's another thing that's, that's pushed our music to the side, not to say to the side a little bit, but we're, 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 we're putting footprints in the, in the sand for our kids. Right. And you learn, you learn your work ethic from other, other, uh, projects and ventures oh, yeah. that you, you've been indeed, in indeed. and it just, it's a continuum. Yeah. 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 So. yeah and you gotta be a, see, that's smart. You know what I mean? Because. You're not just depending upon one particular thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they say most millionaires got multiple stuff oh, that yeah. they're involved in. Yeah. You know, to, that's how they got to where they're at. You yeah. know, yeah. multiple streams of income. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's what we as black people need to get to the point to where we can see rather than just make potato pies and that's all we do. Yeah. Right, you right, know right. what I mean? You know, put some sides, some other stuff with that to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I because mean, even musicians we ran into that like if you sang gospel you couldn't do r&b right you know what i'm saying yeah I, I, man I, don't you remember that yeah, yeah. And I, we've had to break through so many barriers man i remember you know like why why come i can't you know what i mean when you when you go into quick trip you know they don't ask you where you get your money from <laughs> they, they just take your money yeah. that's right can i help you speak to you when you leave speak to you when you, when you, when you get out yeah next yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so I, that used to bother me. So I think we, our generation kind of broke through those barriers. We did. You know what I'm saying? You know, because a whole lot of gospel artists in our generation start singing R&B. Yeah. You know, they really did. And that, that, that's mm-hmm. what broke the barriers. Right. Wow. You know? And so to see them venture out into other businesses and become entrepreneurs, and, and I mean, it's, it's just an amazing uh, thing to watch and observe. And I kind of been, I kind of been on the, on the sideline kind of watching and watch them do their thing, you know what I mean? Uh, my motto, man, we, if you want, you know, your kids to lead, you have to let them lead, you know. Yeah, you do. You know, you, you have, I mean, that's how they, they learn, you know. You know. That's how, that's how I, um, I had to learn that with my son. Like, I raised him a certain way. So when he he would give me certain things, I have to listen to him because yeah. now I'm not I'm not trusting my energy. You know my 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 upbringing that I'm putting into him. Mm-hmm. It's like and for for example, um, Trey got he and I got a son called named Trey too. Okay. But uh, he got drafted to uh, this high school, and he said, Dad, I don't know about this high school. I said, Man, you better take this fifteen thousand that they gonna give you. You better. And then, and then we gonna get to um, I think the next school was um, Notre Dame or something. That was his next. His football. Football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came back again. He said, Dad, I don't like. I said, Man, we gonna take. It. He said, Dad, they're hazing me. They're trying to haze me. Called his mom and said, "Listen, I don't want to have to come down there. Will you please go get him out of that school so we can, you know, what I'm saying it's going to be ugly." You know what uh, I mean? and, uh, is it Notre Dame? Well, nah, he's he's at Eastern Illinois. No, but this okay, was, this but they, was this was middle school going to high school. Okay, middle school going to high school. Yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. And and it's like a feeder school in the Notre Dame. Right, I got yeah, you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. So um, so I still had to listen to him and unto and trust his, that he was going to go to this school that nobody knew him and still come out with a 
three championships. He holds a record in long jump, you know, got a full ride in college. So he still pushed through. It wasn't as, as easy as that was because they, they, they knew who he was over there. They already had a, a um, football, basketball track for him over there. So he had to push. And I had to listen to Trey, going back to what you say. I had to listen to him and trust that this was, this was it. But when he told me about that, I said, oh, yeah. Let me get him out of here. Right. Sometimes we need to listen to our children. Yeah, you know what I exactly. mean? It's not all about what we want. Right. We got to yeah. listen to what our children, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we make mistakes. Yeah. You know, we, uh, yeah. you know, uh, children are not born with an instruction manual. Right. You know, so, and we make yeah. mistakes. Right. And we, we're in a learning process, too. Oh, yeah. right. And they need, they need to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to follow their passion and they need to, they need to learn, you know. Uh, oh, man, they need, need to, to be bump happy. their heads and, and learn. And, you know, so I think it's it's uh, it's important, man, that we do listen. Yeah, we got to listen because we can learn, too. Mm-hmm. That's why I like young people. Yeah, I really deal with a lot of youth, you know, because I understand they're not all stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. You know, they're stuck. You know, our generation, some of us just stuck. Yeah. You know, yeah. we got a routine we do, some of us. In our generation, we wake up in the morning and we drink a cup of coffee, you know what I mean, <laughs> coffee in the coffee pot. Then we go in there and punch the remote control for the prices right, you know what I mean, and judge Mathis and watch all that. And then we try to figure out what we're going to cook, right. you know, and it's just regular routine. Wait yeah. for the grandkids to get out of school or something in the evening and come over to the house. Right. You know, go to church on Sunday, some of them, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just ongoing you know, thing, but young people, I tell my young people all the time, I say, look here, y'all need my wisdom. I say, all is great, but I need y'all's energy. Yeah. Y'all got the energy. If you just listen to some of the things I can share with you and take it and run with it and put your little piece with it, man, you can conquer the world. You know what I mean? If you just, you know, and I'm going to tell you some mistakes not to make. That you know, if, if I made some mistakes, I'm gonna tell my son, man, don't do this, don't mm-hmm. do that, because if this ha- if you do that, this is what's gonna happen. Right. You know what I mean? If you go and do it and it happens, well, I told you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You told me, Daddy, don't do that, man, because here's what they're doing today. And I say, well, what do you mean that they're doing? Don't. You know, you on Facebook all the time. You need to get on Instagram. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You need to start getting on there. Oh, wait a minute, I'm on Facebook. But now I get on Instagram. Yeah. And I do both. Yeah. You know, so we have to listen to where it's coming from, yeah. you know, and uh, the world is constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. Things are changing, you yeah. know, and music is changing. Yeah. You know, it's it's changing. Oh, yeah. You know, I, uh, um, the, the song that we have uh, now, out now is with the um, Black Wall Street Music Project. I used to sing it, you know, when I wrote it, you know, by myself the whole song. And so, I decided I wanted, you know, my sons to come in because they, they, they had started developing their own flavor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I say I can, you know, what I mean, I said, wait a minute, look, y'all, I can, I can, I can trust y'all on, on this stuff because y'all, y'all killing the game, you know what I mean? And so, uh, so okay, two, you take the first verse. Uh, Red, you take the second verse, and then I come in with uh, the the third verse with the, with the change, which a lot of songs don't have changes no more, you know. Yeah, they sure don't. They, they don't. And so right. we, we put that change on them. And so uh, 
And then they came up with a lot of different intricate uh, background vocals, you know, where it's, it's like intertwined, and you know what I mean? Back, back in the day, we do oohs and ahs, you know. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. but they added some, some different kind of flavor that really, really spiced up the song. And so, man, I was just, I was just so, and that was, did we do, yeah, we did that one. Um, and then we did the, the Christmas uh, uh, CD, the Christmas song the, uh, album. And so, you know, it's just been adding their energy and their flavor and their experiences, their life experiences came out through a lot of the music, as you've probably heard through the songs that they just just, uh, right. just played. And so, man, it's, we have to do that. And it, add, it adds, uh, it gives the, the music, the, the, you know, a, a whole new life mm-hmm. and a whole new, new look. And it gave it a whole new facelift so to speak, you know, and we have to be, be very respectful, man, of, of everybody's contribution, you know what I mean? So I'm just, I'm just excited, man, to, to be here and work with them. I just got a, 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 no. a <laughs> right there. Oh man, you, you something else, boy. That's, uh, that's like pretty good, terrible. bro. <laughs> that's right. that's well, I'm going to make good. you sing it over anyway. So. Okay. Right. Yeah, man, we do I, can't, it. I can't be in a, in, in, in studio with them because they make you do everything over. Like, hey, oh, man, that, that's, that's, that, 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 that lick was right. No, no, do it over, do it over. Yeah, that's the way uh, it go. Yeah. Well, look here, man. We're going to take a little, another little short pause for the call, okay. a little break. You know what I mean? We got Shaw in the house right now. Shaw in the house. Shaw up. That's right. <laughs> so you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. So continue to, to support us and uh, get, by, get by and see us if you can, okay? All right. We're going to be right back. So stick around. Hey, South Oklahoma. Welcome to Black Wall Street Tees and Souvenirs, where you can get the best black-owned t-shirts, apparel, and souvenirs right here in the heart of Tulsa. For more information, please call 918-523-0608 or shop online with us at bwstshirts.com. And we hope to see you soon. Last Stop Lawn Maintenance and Landscaping is hiring today. Must have a valid driver's license and must have a two years verifiable experience mowing and lawn maintenance with the company. Strict attendance policy is required. Honest, dependable, and team-oriented. No sex offenses or crime against children. Must apply online at www.laststoplawnmaintenance.com. Apply today. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry-out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. I 
P&J Publishing Incorporated announces a new book release, The Entrepreneurial Woman. The World is Your Playground by Angela K. Chambers, MES. Available right now for pre-order at payhip.com slash B slash N-B-A-C. The book release is set to hit June 1st, 2020. If you're ready to publish your book, visit us online at www.pnjpublishing.com. Unleash that book that's inside of you with P&J Publishing. Everybody's talking about you, you're Do you manage or own a business in North Tulsa? Websites for Good wants to help put you on the map, Google Maps. You're invited to our free pop-up event the last two Saturdays this August from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the TEDC East Suite in the shops on Peoria. Learn how to successfully promote your business using Google Maps. No commitment, no catch involved. And we got prizes. Two lucky participants are getting paid. All you got to do is enter is show up. Shout out to the sponsors, builders, and backers, Heartland Ford and Accenture. ready for life beyond COVID-19, beyond boundaries. It's time to move beyond, connect beyond, celebrate beyond, live beyond. And the vaccine is our best shot at getting there. Get your free vaccine at vaccinate918.com today. Brought to you by the Tulsa Health Department. All right. Hey, we're back on the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way out of the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, we are taking uh, donations over here. Um, 1533 North Norfolk. So if you got a donation to help support this community radio station, we have a donation bucket in here. You can just come in here. You can write a check to Eden Media Services or Cash App, Eden Media Services. Yeah, we are the community radio station. Everybody and their grandma have been up in here at one time or another. And we want to continue on being of service to the black community or to the community in general. And uh, we can't survive without those donations and uh, commercials and things like that. So... Won't you, you know, come in and uh, talk to us, stop by. Doors are always open, and uh, that's what we like to do it. In the studio, Shaw is in the house, and uh, these... Is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> man, you... Now, how many... Doc Shaw, how many records you got out there, man? You got a ton. It's a, it's a lot, man. I'm, I'm, I still Have you counted? I, I really haven't stopped to count them. You know, but um, I'm just I'm just trying to leave because I know they're going to be here long after I'm gone. You know, and that's what I want. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm working on. Where uh, you going, man? Where you... Well, I'm, I'm thinking about going to. Um, I need to go back to Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wanted to. Yeah, back. you was over in Europe. I remember that, man. How did you get to Europe, man? Man, this is you crazy. Know. I um, I went to France. I went to Lyon, France, on a tour. Uh, I was there with Surface, Y'all Rolling Peoples. Right, I remember that. There's a, a internet uh, from France. There's an internet um, store that 
does vinyl and 80s music. And they picked up two of my songs that they wanted to to uh, to press and sell. So I made a deal with them. So after they start playing, then the uh, the, the promoter was doing the show with Y'all Burning Peoples and uh, uh, Surface. Surface. Mm-hmm. And then they asked me if I want, you know, hey, you, do you want to come? Duck Shaw, Duck Shaw. <laughs> and uh, so I went and I, I uh, performed, man. It was, it was amazing, man. It was I know it was. They knew all the, the, the lyrics to my songs. Yeah, they know uh, more about you than you know about yourself. And I heard mm-hmm. that they, that's how they learn English, mm-hmm. by singing, you know, the songs mm-hmm. in, in English. So it was it was an amazing, amazing tour, man. I got to, I mean, me and uh, Yarbrough and the Peoples now, we're real good friends. We talk, mm-hmm. you know, periodically on the phone, even uh, Pick from Surface, you know. He's yeah, Pick, about, I talk to Pick all the time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man, Pick is a good dude. Man. Yeah, he is, man, wonderful dude, smart dude. Yeah, you know? man. Intelligent brother, y'all on people, same thing. Same thing, yeah. man. They're just mm-hmm. sweet as they can be, man. I'm just, I'm just, I was just fortunate, you know, that you know that's one case where somebody actually sought me after, sought sought after me for my music. Yeah, and I was, I was really. Did the uh, late Ina Scoggins have something to do with anything? You know what I when when they contacted me, um. I contacted him to say, man, you think this is legit? This is, you know. Because he was going over there. Yeah. He, he was, was over there back yeah. and forth a lot. Yeah. I said, man, he knew the thing. Oh, man, he, he, he said, man, he said, Doc, go ahead. Yeah, man, do it, do it. And that gave me the confidence to do that, man, because. Because uh-huh. you didn't know what you were going to walk into, right? right? I didn't. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and through his, his guidance, man, and his leadership, because he, he was over it all the time. Oh, yeah. He was back you and know, forth so much. Man. Yeah. So, uh he, uh, yeah, the lady in the skies, man. God rest yeah, his soul. Yeah, uh, he was like a star over there. Yeah. Yeah, over there. Yeah. People didn't know about him over here, Mm-mm. but he was going over there. Yeah, he was. Cutting up. Exactly. Man. Yeah, man, I hate to, that we lost him. Good brother. Know, but good, yeah, good dude, good brother. Yeah, that's what we got to take care of ourselves, man. Yeah, we do. We do got to. We you have know, to I do, do that. Speaking on taking care of ourselves, I want to speak on uh, mental health for a little while. Yeah, go ahead. I um I brought one of my partners down 2016. And uh, he came to me in Atlanta. He said, uh, "He said, Shaw, I got uh, I got my my dad just left me twenty seven million dollars, man. What you got for me?" I said, "I got the whole North Side of Tulsa. Let's go." Mm-hmm. We get out here, and uh, you know, we're we're getting acclimated because I hadn't been here since uh, what ninety nine. I came back for oh four for a couple years, but just with that amount of money, and you know, you got to kind of feel your way out before you start. So three months in, I walk in, in my brother's house. And uh, he says, uh, I'm ready to go to heaven. I'm like, oh, who says that? This is my guy that yeah. is brought out here. And um, you say he's ready to go to heaven. He's ready to go to heaven. And I'm like, man, you wouldn't even let me kill a, a fly if we out there smoking. You know, mm-hmm. you, you like, no, let him live. Let him live. You know, he's he's that guy. Everybody mm-hmm. is life. His life is life. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, is there anything mentally I need to I need to know? He said, nah, I'm, you know, I'm 44 years old, I'm ready to go to heaven. I've been rich. I've given my riches away. You know, congratulations. You've won my, he gave me his artwork. Um, and um, he said, have fun with my kids. He walks in the kitchen, pulls out two knives, and he's go, he go in. What? Yeah, right in the kitchen. Stabbing himself. Stabbing himself. His head and everything. Everything. Else. And, um, I'm, you know, everybody's running out of the house at this time. You there. I'm there. I'm talking to him. Maybe about this, about this close. And I'm trying to get these. Now I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. First of all, and 
I'm trying to get the knives out of his hands with my words. If, if my brother was there, we would have tackled him. You know, it would have, it, he wouldn't have done all that there it, on, on our time, but it, we'd have had a little more, you know, control yeah, of the yeah. situation. And, um, I finally say, all right. Um, and this is my first time telling this story, um, just live like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally say, well, let's go get something to eat. And he puts the knives down and, uh, he didn't stab himself already. Oh yeah. He's uh, it's already everything. Please. He says, um, he says, all right. So we walking out. I walk out first. He slams the, the screen door, waves at everybody with a big smile, closes the door. Not even two minutes. I'm, I'm trying to explain to everybody, like, what the fuck just happened? I don't know what. Mm-hmm. So I walk in, and, and I said, let me get back in this house. Boom. Gun go off. So I go, in, I go in there, and my guy's on the ground still breathing. You didn't got stabbed. You didn't shot yourself, and you're still down there breathing. I mean, you, you didn't felt all of these, these knives. You felt this bullet. And you're still breathing four days after this. So that put me in a three-year dark place. I mean, I'm talking about I didn't, I didn't want to see my kids. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I, I was a, a couch potato. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I ruined the couch. The, the thing that got me out of there was, uh, you know, shout out to Falami. Falami sings with um, Nile Rodgers. Uh, she's been singing with him the last 14 Background years. Background singer, right? Right. Cheek. Le- Le- Cheek, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, I was able to tr- to travel a little bit, you know. We went to uh, Obama's last house party, went to um, Coachella, the video for Sweet Tender that was in Hawaii. That was just me, just giving her support. And when when I got out there, I'm like, oh, I might need to do my video out here, you know. And um, if there's an app, you know, all you creators, check out Fiverr, F I V E R R, and um, it's more creatives on there. And um, I looked on there and um. There's a, a photographer in Honolulu on that app that I found to do that, that video. So we ended up doing it that day, ended up getting to Falami's uh, performance late because of that video. So it was like boom, boom, bam. None, none of that was planned, you know, but it, it ended up coming out great. But as far as the mental health, um, what I did to, to, to come out of that, I um I had to change my de- diet. You were depressed, wasn't you? Oh, my God. Big time depression. Huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge. I'm talking about falling into into depression and um i had to change my diet i had to work out meditation um yoga you know i had to want to get out of that you know i had to i had to still see that light you know and 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 seeing that light is knowing your end mm-hmm. goal just like the just like a um life i call it life's gps and when you know where you want to where you want to go just like okay i to get here, we had to put our address, I mean, your address in to get here. And it gave us the exact way to get here. You know, you, you even got a long route, short route, you know. So knowing your end goal, putting it in life's GPS, regardless what you go through, it's going to guide you to that spot. You know what I mean? And um, knowing that, I had to, I had to, I had to shake it off, man, and learn. And, and that whole situation to me was an upload. I, I learned so much from that to be able to do what I'm doing now, you know, open up um, the motherland and I can see depression and, and I can see everything from a mile away. I know how to, to, to deal with the dysfunction and depression, up. oppression. Yeah. 
people. I'm pretty sure every once in a while you may get some people come to your business like that. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, and and in the, in the hood, huh? And, and coming and when they do, we we give them love because they they're coming for for the medicine. They're coming mm-hmm. to to release and to to get that anxiety off of them. So we don't we don't fight it with 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 that. We 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 really love on them. Yeah, and they don't it, go negative with them. Yeah. Right, and that's and that's one of the good foundations. You're fortunate because. You had love. You had a foundation of love, and uh, uh, you knew how to get back to that. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was really important because trauma is is sometimes it can be devastating. People oh, yeah. just can't come back from that. A lot of us haven't came back from yeah, it. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, to see you uh, work through it, because this is day to day. You know what I mean? Uh, we've all had a lot of trauma. I had trauma when my dad died when I was ten. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it's day to day when you are, have have experienced some things and see some things, and you still got to live your life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm really thankful, you know, for uh, the the, uh, the the effort that you've made to 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 still stand. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like yeah. you know oh, what I mean. Man. That's 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 major. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You said it. So, yeah. yeah, well, that's a good thing because if you got foundation and you got some good stuff put in your spirit, yeah, sometimes you can get through it, you know, without yeah. doing some crazy yeah. yourself. Yeah, you know, because you, you may not get over it, but you can get through yeah, it. Get through yeah. it. You, you know. work it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a knot in that back. You got to work. You got to work it out. Come on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like that knot. You're right. And yeah. that's, that's just what it. Because you know, I look at a lot of us have experienced some traumatic situations, man, and toxic situations, and mm-hmm. family dysfunction, and yeah. you know, division, and all of that stuff mm-hmm. that takes place in our, mainly in our community. Mm-hmm. And uh, we gotta we gotta learn how to get back to loving one another, right? You know, and supporting one another, right? And stop the hate, you know. Mm-hmm. And and brothers specifically, uh, there's a new book out called Black Boy Joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, I just started reading it, but it talks about the experience of, of um, young black men uh, growing up. You know, every time we see uh, a movie and you see um, uh, black kids, you know, they're having fun. Hey, 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 da da da. You know, it's, it's, and every time it's a setup because oh lord, you know, some bad get ready to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, but a lot of black kids have actually. Some kids are actually happy growing up, you know, and so so finding that that joy, uh, we all have to do it in spite of our, uh, our circumstances. I know I was happy because I used to look at uh, as a kid, I, I remember telling my either you or mama. I said, man, it it just looked like it's boring over their house. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it's boring. It's boring. Yeah. I didn't want to go over there with them. They, you know, yeah. they were, you know, yeah. we got to be ourselves, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Straight up, still to this day, man. Got to be yourself. Yeah. Got to, you know, the music. Got to play. Got to have fun. Got to joke, you know. Oh yeah, all the, jokes was, you know, <laughs> all the jokes. All the jokes. All the jokes came to our house. You know, everybody yeah, had yeah, something right. funny to say. Okay, hang we, out over we, there. Yeah, huh? you know, we grew up ragging. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we yeah. Sure did grow up ragging. Mama jokes. Yeah, your mama. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and all right. that kind of stuff back in the day. Man, it's great. Well, man, we've had a great time here this evening. Yeah, yeah man. You know, like Great. the sun will rise again, that song. Yeah, that, uh... we gonna play that right now. I ain't, we, yeah, we, I, I, you're right. I ain't getting off the air right yet. But we gonna, we gonna play the hit. You know what I mean? So uh, 
We want you to stick around. Well, let, me, let me say this. Right, let, talk right, about. Right. Let's talk about it. How did that come about? Well, the Summarizers game came up. It, it was like whatever you're going through, sometimes what they say, you have to encourage yourself. And uh, that's really how that song came about. You know, you, you, you I wrote the song basically to, you know, you, you're doing music, you know, and music was like my life. So I'm doing music, doing it, and then it just seemed like you're just spinning your wheels. You're playing in the club, you're playing here, and nothing is really breaking. You know what I'm saying? Everybody said, get a job. You need to get a job. Go, you, yeah, go, go to work. Go huh? to work. You need to get a job. You know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, just coming out of a, a deep, you know, um, slump, you know what I mean? And just encourage hey, the slump arise again, no matter what you're going through, you know. But back to what I was saying about Black Boy Joy, we – as black men have to really start telling each other that we love each other. That's true. And we have to do it in public. We have to do it like on front street. We have to people, love you, man. You know, we really have to do that. And really mean it. And really mean it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes even if you don't mean it just by saying it, you, you will start because everybody ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody's not there. It's like learning a different language almost. Mm-hmm. So love languages that come in different forms. So it's almost like you really have to create something and make something like make it up and make it happen if you do it. And so telling brothers, hey man, I love you, man. Yeah, you know, man, love you, man. Love you, you know, for real. Man, you say that, you know. And, and do it in public. We, yeah, we don't do enough of that. We don't do enough of that, no, man. No, we don't. And we have to. Mm-hmm. We really have to you start know, doing that. Words like love you, man. Hey, man, he's a good brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good brother that's right there, good, yeah. man. You know what I mean? All love. All oh, love that's, yeah. that's showing that love. Yeah. You know, I try to do it as much as I can, man. With I do too. Hey, man, that's so and so. He's a good brother. Good man. I know a couple people I just said, they'd be like, huh? What? I said, oh, you, yeah. you ain't used to that, are you? Ain't used to that, <laughs> got it. And yeah, so now they start doing it. You know, right, right. love you, man. Love you back. Love you back. Yeah. yeah love you too. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to let things uh, go that happened years ago. Oh, man. You know, because some brothers are whole 10, man. Man, you was in 30 years ago, man. You you dated Deborah and you know what I mean? Come right. on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Let that go, man. Let that go. Man. Don't charge that brother up behind that because right. he took your girl back thirty years ago. Right, you know. So we gotta let this kind of stuff we go. We gotta let man. stuff go, man. Because life is just moving so fast. It is. I used to tell my sons all the time. I said, "All right, man, you go wake up. You go be party. That's what I you say. You go be fed all the time. Seven. Yeah, you, you look up, man, and then hey, you're gonna be taking medication, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't careful, right? Yeah, so yeah. Handle, handle your business, man. Let some of that stuff go, man. Yeah. And you keep know, moving on. Keep moving, man. You know, uh, life is a walk, man, that we all do, and we must make the best of our lives. Yeah. Think about it, man. We yeah. got to make the best of our lives. Yeah. They say, uh, 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 you live once. Yeah. When you live and then you die. We have one life. One life. That's it. Know? And that's it. We don't get two. We don't three. get two. We all, you know, looking like, hey, man, we got time and stuff because time waits for no one. No one. No one. If you don't do that record this year, then, you know, you better try to make it next year. Mm-hmm. If you get, if next year come. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, so... What you do, what you put in it is what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a man who live a life, die, and 
never gave to anybody. Nobody don't know who you are, nothing. You ain't never helped nobody. Right. I don't want to be that guy. Right. You know, you can go out to Crown Hill right now, walk around, and I don't even know who these, some of these guys, oh, but that's so-and-so right there. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know that they left a legacy or they mm-hmm. did something that impacted even your life. Right. You know, so I don't want to be that guy that just, you know, you know, and I, t- I tell my kids all the time, look, look, y'all ain't got to have, if when I get out of this, off this earth, if I'm, if I leave before you, I said, just have a good band. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I say? I say, y'all just have a good band. And the band played on. <laughs> I say, man, have a good band. Yeah. You know, yeah. all the rest of that riffraff, you ain't got to do that. Right. You know, just have a good band. Yeah. You know, band kicking, fellows popping it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Everybody yeah. enjoying themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, man, you know, so that's part of it right there. But, hey, we're going to get into this, uh, the sun will rise again. The sun will rise All again. Right. Anybody want to talk about that? Y'all want to talk about that? Yeah. We got T-shirts. T-shirts for the sun will oh, rise yeah, again. Oh, yeah, we got, boy. We got uh, T-shirts. I am uh, I am Black Tulsa. Man, you gave me some shirts, man. I'm oh, telling yeah. everybody right now, I got some shirts. I'm going to be putting them on, too, Come on, wearing man. them around. Oh, yeah. Appreciate yeah. It. And, uh. Yeah, and also I like to mention uh, Doc Sweet Heat flavor like a boss. Now in a uh, Oasis uh, fresh food. Come on, market. Come on, yeah. Come on. You yep. up in there? Yeah, yeah. It's up in there, and uh, it's also at uh, Ida Ridge. Oh, so okay. we got it coast to coast. You better bring me, a, bring me a bottle. Of I, two, got man. I got you. I got you. You know, because when you get on. when you get Doc Sweet Heat, you I got flavor like a boss. It was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, man, okay, man, listen, 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 and like he said, man, the song, man, he said, man, it's just amazing, man. So um, it's almost like what Red said earlier when you, um, and this is the way we did the video too, when you allow people to just be creative and do themselves and not try to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. telegraph what they should get from the song, uh, it's better because now it becomes their song. You know, and so that's how I felt even when we did the video that we just didn't, you know, sometimes when you, you tell the story for people, they don't have an opportunity to participate. And so when we did the video, uh, things shot up, man, it's almost 30 views now just on YouTube. Uh, they get to, to, to feel what they did get to connect to how you were feeling and then make that feeling their own. You know what I'm saying? And so when they listen to the words and they listen to the music and they listen to the, the vocals behind it, they know it's sincere and it's, 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 it's authentic, you know, and it's, um, it's, it's, it's one of those things, man, where we really have to be authentic with our, our music and how we present it. Uh, and so, and, and allow people to, to join in. So I think uh, we need to hear some encouraging songs right now and so i think this is this is really kind of resonated with a lot of people well good man we're gonna play uh this uh, fantastic song right here on the bobby eden show and it is called the sun will rise again Ooh. 
a great song. Wow. Thank you can put man. that in rotation. Come on. <laughs> put it in yeah. rotation. Right, man. So it's yeah, so it's, uh, Rhett did the engineering on it. 